Yo fam, welcome to Let's Go with Nick Pags. This series is intended to empower you to break through your self-limiting beliefs and step into your personal power. You're the only one in your way, so if you're ready to step up and out, this is your show. Let's go. What up, podcast fam? Let's go. Welcome back to another episode. I am excited today. I'm like giddy about this one. This has brought me energy. I've kind of had a rough week. I've had a rough day. And um, and this the thought of putting this podcast out today has got me fired up and kept me going throughout the day. So I want to thank you for being here and being a part of it. And let me tell you why I'm so excited about this. I spent the last 10 years of my life in the fitness industry. And what I'm about to do is get clear on a topic for a lot of personal trainers or group fitness instructors that, that struggle big time um, because they don't know when the right time is to start their own business, to go off on their own, to get out of the big box setting. So that's what today is all about. Um, what I would like to, to tap into is the life of a personal trainer and when to go from working for a big box gym into creating your own business. Cause as we know, you make more money when you're working for yourself. That's it. You just, when you have your own personal training business or you're teaching your own classes, not through somewhere else that you got to pay all the time or they take a percentage out of it, you're going to be happier with the money you make. Okay. So I have had, uh, yeah, just about 10 years of experience in this space doing exactly this. I took my business from a big box gym to like a small local gym where I took my clients with me and then expanded from there. Uh, eventually went into group fitness, kind of did, I didn't do the same thing with group fitness, but I know a lot about group fitness. I've done a lot of studying of that industry. So today we're going to focus on personal trainers. So if you are wondering, is this the right time? I'm nervous. I'm scared. I don't know how to get out of my own way in order to create that business I want. If it, if you are, and, and actually the truth is this could apply to a lot of areas, uh, not just a lot of professions, not just personal training, but I am going to be specific to personal training, but I, you can apply a lot of what we're going to say today to other way to, uh, other businesses. My mind's a little scattered right now. Let me bring it back. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm excited that you're here today. Uh, the guest on the podcast today is me because I'm just going to talk about this. It's just me. It's just the Nick Pack show today. Um, all right, so let's get into this. The first thing for me that I think is most important to get started with is understanding is what you're doing working and is it you being your authentic self? So if you're listening to this podcast and you are a personal trainer and you are in this space, I would invite you right now to get out a pen and paper and start taking notes on this stuff because this is going to get you some clarity on should I, is it the right time? The answer, let me give you the blanket answer, the, the, the most basic answer. There's no right answer. That's the most blanket answer I can give you. There's no right or wrong. There's no specific time of like, okay, I've hit this much money. Now it's time to go. Or I've hit these numbers. Do I have a couple calculations here to get clear with you today? Absolutely. So we'll look at that. But the truth is, there's never a, a right moment. You make the right moment. 
You just decide it's time. Okay, so like I said, first point, is it working? Are you being your authentic self? Here's what I mean by this. If your business is exploding where you are and it's going really well, that's step one. Okay, I have so much work. I only have so much time. As a personal trainer, the most important thing that you own is your time. It's the most valuable thing you have is your time. Because if you're training, I mean, listen, if you trained for $2 an hour, it's ridiculous, but if you train for $2 an hour, you can only do so many sessions in a day before the hour runs out, before the hours of a day run out, right? So the idea is more money in the hour and start raising your rates. You can't do that in a big box gym. They don't allow that. It's just, it is what it is. That's what you make, right? So first thing to think about is what I'm doing working. So if you are getting a lot of clients, a lot of people want to train with you, you're experiencing a lot of success in your space, that's step one. If you're working, good. It's time to think about the next step. Could I do this on my own? Start to look at, is this just the gym funneling? Because I'll be honest with you, I have watched a lot of trainers screw up their situation because they were bawling in their space. They were like, oh, look at me, I'm killing it. I have so many clients. But then they stepped out on their own and they realized they had never learned to enroll clients into their vision, which is a whole podcast in itself. But they had never learned how to take on clients, how to introduce people to their what they're offering how to create packages and enroll people into training with them. They never learned that because a lot of gyms hand people, hand the trainers clients. So I've watched kids like go out on their own and get into like their own gym space and they're like, wait, 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 wait. I can't get any clients. What the heck? I was killing it at this gym. Yeah, because the gym was handing you clients. Duh. So do you know how to get people? Because in a big in a big box gym space, you could also be a killer enroller. You could get tons of clients because you're walking up to people and you're handing out towels. That for me, again, a podcast in itself, but getting people on board, people just, I wanted to get personal with people. So I started, let me give a quick mini background. Um, at Club Fit in New York, in uh, Westchester, New York, who I love dearly and I will only ever say great things about because that's where my foundation was set. And I learned so much from them. So there I started doing like the 12, 15 hour, cleaning the floors, handing out towel stuff. And I just, I knew I was going to train there. So I was just planting seeds, introducing myself, taking the time to hand out a towel, say, hey, what's up? How are you? How are the kids? Learn people's names, get connected in the community. To the point where when I didn't even have my training cert, people were begging to, cert, to train with me. Not because they thought I knew a lot about exercise, because they were like, wow, first of all, like he's got a body I want, which was great, but I was also like 17, so I was cheating being a, a kid. But more so, people wanted to spend time with me because I was working with them and hanging out with them and talking and connecting on a personal level. So then I learned how to enroll people into their like what do you want with training like why do you want to train and I started talking to them about their vision and what training could be for them and how I could offer them that opportunity to support them in that process by the time I became a trainer it was literally a line when I started I'm not kidding I'm not like blowing smoke up my butt this is the truth 
because I put the dirty work in early. And it's because I cared about these people was the truth. I, knew, I wasn't thinking businessy. I was like, I really like what I do and I like connecting with people. So I, I'm also going to stop there for a second because this is something that a good friend of mine, uh, Mr. Gabe Snow, who was on one of my earlier podcasts, uh, he talks about this often and him and I have the same opinion on this. If you don't care about taking care of people, like if you don't care about your clients and you just care about making money, I would invite you to just quit now while you're ahead because you won't make money. You won't be successful. You will not last that way. It's just not going to happen unless you care about your clients and care about people getting better and them feeling good. Eventually you will burn out. The money will become just money and you'll get sick of it. I I know it sounds crazy because you can make a couple hundred thousand dollars a year as a trainer or more. Um, but the money is always, it is always secondary if you're top notch at this, at this game. It's always secondary. So I'm going to bring it back, talking about authentic self and, and is it working? So if you're in this gym and you're killing it and you know how to take people on and, and bring them in as your client, it is time for you to start thinking about moving on. I say authentic self because if you're posing to look a certain way in a gym, to like, match the culture to look cute in a space where you think it's important you see this a lot in group fitness like people you know rumble is like the king of it right i'm not picking on rumble but they're all about the flash they're all about the look so people come in there and they become like boxers they've never thrown a punch in their life and they become these like crazy like boxer style people and again i'm not picking on them i'm just saying watch out because you may realize um i was in a space where I was like posing a certain way, I was trying to look a certain part. And then when you step away from that and you're on your own and you have to act something that's not your authentic self, it becomes a very uncomfortable situation for you as a trainer. So check yourself. Am I being authentically myself? And is it working? That's step one. All right. So get those written down. Let's, let's talk practical now. Okay. So money, The whole idea of going on our own is that we want to build our business more. So I'm going to give you a little background. When I was at uh, Club Fit and I started personal training, I believe it was 27 an hour when I first started, but I eventually got up to $33 an hour. The gym was taking um, 40, I'm sorry, 60% of my session because it was $75 an hour, something like that. Pretty crazy numbers, but that's what the gym offered, and okay, and I chose to work there, right, knowing that that's what it was. So I was making $33 an hour. I was doing, at my prime, I got up to like absurd numbers, like 15 sessions a day, no joke, for five days a week. I was doing 15 sessions a day straight. That's a lot of time. Right, I convinced my clients to allow me to like eat on the floor while I was with them because it was the only hour I had and my line of getting like people wanted to really train with me. So I said like, I will give you my lunch to hour, but I got to eat while we're training. They're like, of course, no problem. Like that's to the point it was at. So I was doing like 15 sessions a day, but I'll, I'll keep it simple, right? Say I was doing 12 sessions a day, five days a week. I liked to have weekends at the time. So I was doing 15, 12 sessions a day, five days a week. Um, 
at $33 an hour. That was making me about $2,000. It really comes out to like $1,980, right? $2,000 a week. That's what the math is, right? If I'm doing 12 sessions a day at $33 an hour, you do that math, it comes out to about $2,000 a week, okay? That's a lot of sessions. What's uh, 12 times 5 is 60, right? I think I'm right on that. That's a lot of hours of training. 60 hours a week in five days is a lot of hours, right? And that's, that wasn't even, like, I was going above that. So to go on my own, I had to look at the numbers. I was making, listen to this. This is crazy. So if you're thinking about taking this shift, listen to what you can do right now. I go on my own. I go to a gym uh, where I charge the same amount or $5 more, right? So it's $75 an hour at the gym. What if I went to a private gym setting where I was training my clients and I charged them $80 an hour? That's what I did. I charged them 80 bucks, okay? In order to make the same amount that I was making at Club Fit, all I had to work was 25 sessions a week. I'm going to bring you back for a second because a moment ago I told you that in order to make $2,000 a week on the books, by the way, $2,000 a week, I had to work 60 personal training hours. 60. Simply by going on my own, I only had to work 25 sessions a week. So what you start to look at, right, because it's $80 an hour and you do the math on on $2,000 a week, that divides into 25. So you're looking at 25 sessions a week. So why is this so important to understand? It's important to understand because if you look at it like that, okay, I have 25 hours a week now. The most, again, I talked about it, the most valuable thing we have is time. You have not upcharged your client at all. So if you give them some type, I mean, it's like, hey, do you want to stay with me? We've been working a long time. I'm going a couple blocks away down the street at a private gym. It's a private gym setting. You know, a lot of these gyms, you don't have to pay. You could pay hourly to have people in there. So that's the other part you got to look at. Um, For me, I was paying $20 an hour or per client until I hit like a benchmark and then it dropped to 15. But I was doing $20 an hour. So really, I was making $60. So if you're going to do that math, it's a little more, right? So now you got to do, you got to, I'm sorry if I'm losing you a little bit. But let's keep it simple. Notice that I'm able to take in $80 in that hour, disregarding the payment to the, to the trainer's gym. If I have 25 sessions a week instead of 60, that's almost a third, which means that I can cut my client base down by a third. So what we get scared of as trainers is if I go, I'm going to lose all my clients, even if you lost two-thirds of your clients, Even if you lost two-thirds of your clients and a third of them stayed with you, you could still make the same amount charging. They are paying the same amount. They just got to go to a different gym space. Then the enrolling comes into play. Can I enroll my client into this possibility of like they could stay a member at that gym. They just pay for personal training with me. And then they go back to the gym on their off days. So it doesn't seem that wild when you say it like that, right? So let me give you you another um, example. Or a a way to do this. Ask yourself, how much do you want to make a week? Right? So if you're a New York sports club, an Equinox trainer, a Blink Crunch, like one of these big box gyms, 
think, how much do I want to make a week? Look at what you're making right now and say, I want to make, like, if you're making $1,000 a week, say I want to make $3,000. Okay, $3,000 a week. That's 12 grand a month. That's not bad, right? That's not bad. So I want to make uh, $3,000. What does that work out to? 12 times 12 uh, is what, 144? Is that right? Yeah, that's $144,000 a year. So if you make $3,000 a week and you work every week of the year, which is unrealistic, you would make $144,000 a year. Not bad. So let me, let me put this down for you. See if you can pick up what I'm putting down. Okay? So I want to make $3,000 a week. I want you to write down right now, wherever you are, how much do you want to make a week? Maybe get crazy with it. I like $3,000. That's a cool number. Maybe you want $5,000 a week. We're going to create an equation here that gives you an idea of how many hours you have to work and what you need to charge. Okay? So $3,000 a week for me. That's what I'm choosing. How many hours do I want to work is the next question. So I say I would be cool with working five hours a day. If I could work 5.30, if I could do a 5.30, a 6.30, a 7.30, have a break at 8.30, work a 9 and a 10, I'm done by 11 o'clock and I just worked five hours. That's pretty cool. Okay, so five hours a day. Now I have from 11 till the end of the day free if I could do five hours consistently a day. If you divide your 3,000, which is your desired, if you divide your desired amount by the uh, amount of hours you want to work a week, what does that number come out to? Do your math. For me, I did $3,000 is what I want to make a week. I divide it by 25 sessions a week because I want to do five sessions a day, five days a week. That's 25 sessions, five sessions a day, five days a week. I divide 3,000 by 25. That comes out to $120. So I need to charge 120 buckaroos and work five hours a day, five days a week, and I will make $3,000. I need you to take a second right here and think about how possible that is. It depends where you are. Let's get clear. In New York City, a buck 20 is very, like, it's a, that's a nice rate. That's a nice rate. That's what people charge. It's not crazy. If you are in Bumble, no, I don't want to be cussing all over the place. If you're in no man's land, Kansas, and the average training rate is $60, you cannot charge $120 and people show up. Sorry about it. So for, you got to look at the area around you. What is the regular rate? And, and go off of that. Um, and, and, and maybe upcharge a little bit from that. Once you get that, you can start to create these numbers. I want to work this amount a week. See, so what it does is it allows you to see, okay, if I wanted to make $3,000 a week and I want to work 25 hours a week, I have to charge a buck 20. Can I charge a buck 20? No shot. I'm in Kansas. It's not happening. Okay, so I want to make $3,000 a week. Uh, let's say I work 35 hours a week. I'm going to do, I'm going to pull up my calculator right now. $3,000 a week. And I want to divide it by, uh, 35 hours. That's $85 an hour. That's a big difference. 
instead of 120. If you work 35 hours, that's adding another 10 hours of work. Your time is your biggest asset, my friends. It is the most valuable thing you have, your time as a personal trainer. So you have to make an impact in your time. With all of this being said, make sure you're understanding that at certain trainers' gyms, they charge a certain amount of money, right? $20 an hour, $10 an hour, $15 an hour, some more, depending on where your location is. So be wary of that. So if you charge $100 an hour and the gym takes 20, you're only bringing home 80 bucks an hour. And a lot of this can be cash. So it's a big difference, right? Um, so that's, that's a kind of an idea of the shift that I took. I went and I left when I was like, okay, I am murdered. I cannot do any more hours. I need to make more money. So even if I lose two thirds of these clients, which didn't happen, and I charge $5 more, $10 more, some of them were cool with $100 an hour, I, I could work one third of the hours and make the same amount of money or work the same hours and make triple the money. Holy crap. That's what I did. I kept working insane hours, right? So next thing I want you to write down, get clear. You get to be really clear. I want to, I want to finish this soon. So keep, stay focused with me. As a trainer, you get to be really clear on what your offer is. Because sometimes you're just saying I'm a personal trainer, but you are not getting clear on what your true offer is. You're missing out on on selling to the person because you don't even know what you're giving them other than a workout, right? So for example, maybe you're a nutrition expert. Hey, I charge $110 an hour and research shows me that in this area, nutritionists or dietitians, a nutritionist charged $210 an hour. Not only am I a personal trainer, I am a certified nutritionist or dietitian or whatever you are, and or I, or I have a certification in nutrition, basic nutrition. I would like to support you on basic, basic nutrition work while I train you, all for the rate of $110 an hour. Get clear on what you can offer this potential client. Show them. Show them what, what training with you looks like, okay? I have a very squeaky foil under me. It's, it's annoying, so. Squeak, squeak. Um, so tell people what they're going to get with you. What do you offer? Next thing, what kind of setting do you want to be in? This is big. If you are a big box gym person, you love being in a big box gym setting, you're going to struggle going on your own because what happens is you go to these private settings where all these trainers are often snooty because they have their own clients and the reason they went on their own is because they don't want to deal with other people and they're focused on their stuff. So you often get to a place where there's not a lot of team connection and that's scary. I realized that the hard way. I love being around people and next thing I knew, I had nobody around me except my clients and luckily, Obi, who's the first podcast I ever did, he was my buddy who was the gym owner and I met him and him and I spent way too much time together because I had no team anymore. So I had to create team in my life because that's important to me. So recognize, are you going to be miserable being lonely? Because if you leave and go on your own, you're not going to have a team of trainers where you can hang out with all your buddies. That's gone. Or you got to have a really strong support system outside of work. So what type of setting do you want? Also, some trainers' gyms have phenomenal community. So like I know at Performance House, which is the top training facility in New York City, there is a phenomenal community of trainers. I feel like they are my family. And I'm, I'm not playing with that. I, I made it to a spot where community is first. That is such a blessing and it's important to me. Okay. So get clear on, on the setting you want. 
Travel. Understanding. This is the next thing. Yes, five hours a day, but are you going from, are people coming to your gym or are you going from place to place? In New York City, it is known for traveling trainers. Like going downtown to 18th Street, back uptown to 96, then cross town to, to 10th Street and then coming across. Like it's crazy what some trainers do and the time and money you spend traveling in Ubers or taxis or subways, you, you've got to take into account that stuff. You got to take into account equipment. If you like need to bring equipment to certain people, I mean, there's a lot of numbers that you got to look at. Are you paying for equipment? Are you paying for a space? Are you paying for travel? That time, think of like the hour that you travel as part of your work time. I'm not saying charge for that. I'm just saying recognize that if you go into a client that's a half hour away and, and it's a half hour home, that's a two hour session. Like you, it's two hours of your time unless you can find a way to make use of your travels, right? Get really clear on that. A lot of, of, of stuff that keeps us a bit fearful is that we lose the security and that's real. We lose security. So there's a security in being in a big box gym and them handing you like hours or whatever on the floor that goes away. So when you're working on your own, you, you can't get health insurance. Like you got to buy your own health insurance. Sometimes it, like, it gets real with that. So pay attention to that. Learning how to sell packages. You've got to be able to do this. I tapped in, into it before. But that's a podcast in itself. So write to me if you're interested in discussing this. Guys, this is my stuff. I coach trainers on how to start new businesses. This is one of my my coaching programs. Um, It's more of like a consulting business, I call it. And the biggest thing that stops people, and then we're going to hop off because I got to get going. The biggest thing that stops people is themselves themselves and their self limiting beliefs. I need you to let that sink in for a second. The biggest reason why you are not taking a jump to create the business you want to create, whether it's personal training or something else, is because you're not sure if you got what it takes. You might talk a big game and say I'm the best trainer. You might talk about how you can do it, but you have not taken the jump because you feel you're not ready. The only person who's going to be ready, and listen, I get how scary it is to make $33 an hour and then walk into a new space and ask clients to come with you because you don't want to like step on toes with the gym and then charge $90 an hour and receive $90 an hour. It is a worthiness conversation. You start to tap into, am I worth it? Am I worth this hour? You have to believe you're worth it before you could sell to anybody else. Just like if you have a business, you have to believe that the business should and can look a certain way before you build it with a team. Until you see it, no one else will. Just like personal training. Until it is clear that you could charge $300 an hour for personal training in your own mind, you will not do it to others. You will not be able to sell it. You will not be able to get people invested in that vision. So get clear on what you want and start to believe that you are worth $120 an hour, $150 an hour, $200 an hour. And yep, people are being paid well over $200 an hour. I see it every day. So it's real. So if you're trying to figure out if this is for you, you get to start valuing your time. You get to start recognizing the power of of asking. We have people that believe in us, that trust us and say, hey, this is where my rate is going. And I'm, I'm ready to take my my game up to the next level. Again, another podcast in itself. How do you adjust your rates? How do you take your rates to the next level? Um, I don't want to dive into all that stuff. If that's something you're interested in, 
I am begging you, please, because I want to offer value. This is stuff I, I, people pay lots of money to work with me on this, right? So I want to offer it right here for free, the stuff that I've given you. But if you have deeper questions, I want you to reach out because I would like to do a podcast that dives deeper into things that y'all need to hear or you're confused about or you don't know the answer to. So please reach out to me. Let's get really clear on what, what steps you're in and how to get to the next one and what your questions are. All right, so reach out on DM. Please, please, the only way this podcast could keep going is if we get some subscribes, some rates, some, some um, reviews. Please get on that. I just want to offer value. I love what I'm doing here. I want to say thank you because you've made it this far into this 29-minute podcast to to stay with me and, and hear what I have to say. I hope you get that your worthiness is what's driving all this. The second you believe you're worthy of it, you can create the income you want. You could create the business you want. You can create the results you want. The only person stopping you is you, and the more you point fingers at everybody else, the more you will stay in your spot. The world needs an amazing version of you. The world needs you to step out of your shit because you have something to offer that nobody else could offer them like you can. You went through stuff to get the body you have. You went through stuff to create the results that you have as a personal trainer. You went through the, the, the like, look at what I'm doing. I went through the ringer and had to figure it out for 10 years to get to where I am. I want you to figure this out today. I don't want you to wait. So you are that for somebody. You could be the trainer that changes someone's life. You could be the person that absolutely shifts someone's perspective on what training could be. And you're missing out on that. They are missing out on that because of your fear, because of your unwillingness to commit to you. Somebody is missing out on incredible gains in their life because you're scared. Step up, my friends. It's game time. Let's go. Thank you so much for being a part of another episode. Please rate, subscribe, reach out to me on DM. Let's talk. Love you all. See you next time. Yo, fam, I want to acknowledge you today for taking leaps and bounds towards a more epic life. Your support and attention is so greatly appreciated, and I never take it for granted. Thank you so much for listening. I would love if you would continue to be a part of the Nick Pags Fit fam, so make sure you hit that subscribe button, and I'll see you all on the next episode.